Today, we encountered some tech issues as we interviewed Daryl Strawberry, but trust me, it is worth sitting on the edge of your seat and leaning into what he has to say. Ever feel like you've got to get your should together? Is your should about to hit the fan? Have you been sitting in your shoulds for most of your life wondering if you could be more, see more, or do more? Welcome to Shut the Should Up with Candace Payne and Jenny Randall. We're both authors and speakers who want to stomp out your flaming bag of should. With a whole lot of faith, together, let's sort through the pain, purpose, and promise to find freedom in the things we tell ourselves we should and should not do. Because there's so much more in you. In this episode of Shut the Shit Up with Candace Payne and Jenny Randall, we are finding freedom to turn our season around with baseball legend Daryl Strawberry. Share this episode with a friend and let's get started. Y'all, we have Daryl Strawberry with us right now. Listen, he is described as a baseball legend by many who have been dazzled by the dynamics of his game. His many accomplishments in the major leagues include four World Series titles, eight all-star game appearances, and a nomination to the National Baseball Hall of Fame in 2004. And though Daryl was extremely successful in his career, his personal life was plagued with addictions, abuse, divorce, cancer, jail time, other issues. And you know what? Daryl finally found true redemption and restoration in Jesus. And today, Daryl's purpose and passion is serving the Lord Jesus by traveling the country, speaking a message of hope and restoration through the power of the gospel. Now, in 2011, Daryl and Tracy found founded Strawberry Ministries, and they use their global reach to restore the multitudes through spiritual and practical life application. He's the author of numerous books, including his latest book, Turn Your Season Around, which we will be talking about today. So why don't you give it up like we always do for our guest, Daryl Strawberry. Woo! <laughs> I'm doing a standing right now. I am like standing. This is for real. <laughs> wow. Welcome to the show. We are so excited. We well, are going to jump. thank you, lady. Oh, what a joy to have you with us. Man, I know that you probably do several of these interviews. You are a pro at this. But I just want to let you know that we wanted to do something a little bit different. I mean, how many times do you get the same questions? all the time and people want to know the same things that were so important to them well can we flip the script we're going to do a segment this morning called you said what and this is where our listeners and our friends of the show they get to tell us what their thoughts are we sent out a request to our male friends of the show our our male our guys we said rally up we got daryl strawberry <laughs> And we want you to give him an encouraging word. So if you'll take a second and watch this video, we created something that we think is pretty special just for you on You Said What. Here it is. We just want to listen and maybe we can do some good. You said what? I've been watching you for so long. You've been an inspiration to me for really as long as I can remember. As a kid growing up in the 80s, watched you playing with the Mets. You had the sweetest left-handed swing of anybody. I'd watch you on TV and then go out in the backyard and try to emulate that swing, which is saying a lot because I'm a Braves fan. 
but uh, love watching you all these years and really cool to see how God has used you. That's been the most inspiring thing, really, even more than your baseball career, obviously, is to see how God has changed your life in such dramatic ways and how now he's using you to inspire and to reach millions of people around the world. You know, the world that we live in now, we need more stories like yours and more people like you. So thank you for doing what you're doing. May God bless you and your family and your ministry in huge ways. Love you, Daryl. God bless. Hey, Daryl, Scott Wilson here. I just want to tell you how thankful I am for you. Not only are you a legend in baseball, but man, you're a legend in the kingdom of God and how God is using you in a huge way to encourage people that God, no matter what they've done, no matter their background, no matter their um, home of origin, you know, all of the, all of those things, that God has the power to set us free and to work in our life. Thank you for the testimony. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for the difference that you're making uh, in people's lives. And I uh, just want to tell you, keep going, man. I know that you, like all of us, have faced struggles. But I am so proud of you because the best home run that you ever hit was the day that you decided to turn your life over to Christ, accept him as your savior, and see him change your life from what you were to what you are now. I'm proud of you, I'm praying for you, and I just wanna leave you with one scripture, and it's out of Philippians chapter one, verse six. For I am confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. God bless you. I heard you speak in Jacksonville a couple years ago when I was going through a season where I felt like everything I touched in ministry uh, was failing miserably. And you mentioned in your testimony how if you wouldn't have failed uh, in baseball at the time, that you wouldn't have seen all that God had for you. So I just wanted to say that that really boosted my spirits and helped me get ready for this next season where things are definitely on the up and up. So thank you for that and keep doing what you're doing. Hi, Daryl. One of my favorite memories of you is watching you hit a two-run walk-off homer uh, in 1996 against the Kansas City Royals to get your 300th home run. And it was just classic Daryl Strawberry, man. So it's a great memory. And I have a lot of great memories of watching you play like that. One of the things I appreciate about you most, though, is watching how you've come through adversity through your whole playing career and even your post-career. And uh, you just never let anything hold you back. And you've proven that anything is possible. And you've come through loving the Lord. And I just appreciate that about you, man. Daryl Strawberry starting lineup. We've really had some good conversations through the years. I mean, you and I have hung out since I was a little kid. I mean, you don't usually say a whole lot, but you know I'm a grown man now. I really wish I could talk to the real Daryl Strawberry. I think what I'd tell him is, man, what an amazing career. He had such a great impact on a whole generation of kids who are baseball fans. Here I am, 43 now, still love the game. It's guys like him that uh, made the 80s and 90s of baseball amazing. And what a personal story, you know, the uh, challenges that he's overcome. So amazing to see God's work in his life and God's work through his life to be a blessing to others. So just wanna say thank you for an amazing career and for your testimony and for being faithful to the Lord. Hope this next season of your life is amazing. <laughs> oh yes, that was very powerful, you guys. That's, uh, I 
seen a lot of things, done a lot of things, but to actually see that from guys on your show, and you, you guys are ladies, uh, you guys are very creative, and uh, oh. you did an amazing job. Well, thank you. I stayed up while my family decided to play Mario Wii, you know, on the Mario Kart, and I, I sat out a few rounds so I could make that video for you late last night. <laughs> so we're we're glad well, to bless I, I, you. Listen. I really appreciate that, dear. That really did bless me, you know, to see guys you know, have something to say and how God is, you know, really having an impact on people's lives. Well, we love that. We love the fact that we've seen, um, and I'm, I'm sure you know this too, when people support what we do and see the call on our lives, it ends up being such a greater blessing than anything that we could have offered you or asked you to give to us. And we wanted to give back this morning. So that was just our first segment. Rally up because we are about to hear what you've got to say and all the things that, that you are going to show us from your season that you're in right now. Come on now. What do we say? So we just want to jump right in, Daryl. In your book, Turn Your Season Around, you use so many examples. Um, from your own life to talk about God's saving grace. And a lot of those were heavy, heavy stuff, um, sharing your struggles. And uh, a lot of our viewers understand that they're commenting in the comments right now. Um, it's such a triumphant story, but unable to communicate that you had to talk about your painful struggles in the yeah. past. Is is that still hard? Is it hard for you to do? I mean, can you, can you talk about that for a couple minutes? No, it's it actually not hard for me to do because, you know, I've been rescued, redeemed and restored by Jesus. And, you know, hey. once you once you go through that process, uh, you know who you are in Christ. And I think mm -hmm. the problem with so many of us is getting there and coming to know the goodness of who Jesus Christ is. And we fear about what others think about us. But it's the same thing they, they were thinking about Jesus when he hung on the cross. Um, the scribes and the Pharisees didn't know him and stuff like that. And this is like most people don't know him until you actually enter in with him and, and have the relationship with him. And I think the I think the key, really key was, is why are we so afraid to show our wounds and scars and is what lead people not being able to come to know the great relationship that you can have with Christ. And I think if they can get to that place and understand that, um, they can live in the fullness of who they are. You can walk out the fullness. Uh, your past doesn't define you. Your past of your scars and wounds will help somebody else when you tell them about the goodness of who Christ is and how he delivered you and set you free from that. So I think it's important as a believer that we mm -hmm. uh, open ourselves up um, to others so others can have this victory. I see so many Christians that are sitting in church and they're not victorious because they're afraid to let people know they have some issues. I love that. You know, I was um, doing my research, watching a few interviews and some online things that I could Google that you've previously said. And that was something I was hoping you would mention this morning because you, you said before, and I watched it last night and was like, whoa, we do not actually live victorious when we already have won the victory. And you even quoted the scripture in Revelation that I love so much. It says, we will overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And so hearing you say that, hey, it's not a problem at all to tell you. Let me tell you and tell you some more that I'm still uncovering that God did in my life. Because I think the depravity of our soul, once we realize what that true testimony is of what he's rescued us from, 
when we release that, it doesn't have any power over us anymore to win any of those little battles. And I think you're living proof of that, living proof of it. And we ought to be living proof yeah. of that if we just believe, you know, that's what the Bible teaches us, you know, and I think so many Christians don't read the Bible. And that's why the Bible said my people perish because of lack of knowledge. There's no understanding. And if you get into the book yeah. of John, you know, you believe who Jesus is and the miracles that he was doing back in the book of John on all turning water into wine, feeding oh, 5,000, yeah. raising Lazarus from the dead. He's doing the same victories today, pulling guys like yes. Daryl Strawberry out of the pit into the pulpit he's doing the victories yes he's doing the victories right now for you all you got to do is come to a place of belief stop listening to social media foolishness stop listening to <laughs> the news foolishness yes pick up the book and read it for yourself it's there it's been there forever you know and i like it yeah. like the fact that the bible says heaven and earth is going to pass away but not my word that yeah. means uh, us and everything is going to pass away, but the word of God is never going to pass away. It's always going to be there, and it's always going to transform people's lives when they decide to make a commitment. Well, listen, I know why you are an evangelist now. I, I like, I have my mind. come on, I was like, preach. I, I had the church hanky, I'd throw it. You know, I yeah. got to tell you though, I'm pretty sure you've learned something along the way as well with overcoming temptation from having the story and the struggle that you've had. And I got to tell you, a little fangirl in me here is freaking out. I watched you on Celebrity Apprentice. And I watched your whole season. Come on, money, 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 mm -mm. royalties, we can't pay them. All right, so instead, <laughs> let me just ask you, you've actually made um, a, a point to talk about this sacrifice that you made during your season of Celebrity Apprentice. And why is it so important for us to keep watch for temptation? Well, you have to be extremely careful, you know, being a Christian and, and going around old places and old things. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, on the show, there was a lot of things behind the scene uh, that were old habits of me, you know, drinking and talking, filthy language and stuff like that. And I'm not here to judge anybody that was on the show. It just wasn't me anymore. You know, had I yeah. still been in my heathen lifestyle and walking that way, I probably would have fit in and, and jumped in and, and been doing the same thing. But, you know, God had touched my heart and I had become a different person. Mm -hmm. And I, my wife didn't want me to go on the show from the beginning because she thought it would wow. be too much temptations and she was right you know and there it is a man never listens to his <laughs> wife you know you need to listen you know god puts her there for a reason and give you help mate so listen to what she's saying you know we're so hard-headed and stubborn and we believe oh i can handle this and and i realized that it wasn't the place for me so yeah. i kind of had to bail out of it yeah. you know and and move on but i ended up coming i ended up coming back on the show and helping brett michaels win which was great because yes. he was a great guy and 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 i had no idea who he was you know he's <laughs> a rock star you know and, <laughs> and well but ended up helping him win and you know I, I i was i was really happy about that because i really loved brett he was like one of my best friends on the show you know when i was there because he was just he was very complicated in who he was his lifestyle and and waking up in the morning and being moving and, and i said well why why are we waiting on him he said well when he came down i said who is he he's brett michael he's a rock star i said well man he's probably just getting in at five in the morning you know something <laughs> like that so, so it, it, it was fun it was fun to be a part of the show and, and meet a lot of good people well i'm i'm so grateful that you've set um this example for us to still to just still hold the values and really walk what we're saying and to talk what we're saying as well it's huge
I want to jump in um, with a follow-up question on that. I know in your book, you talk yes. about the power of the Holy Spirit to obviously convict and um, cause us to change and empower us to change. Um, when you were in that moment of realizing, oh my gosh, I should have listened to my wife or I should step away from this because it is causing temptation. Can you kind of walk us through, did you have like this prayer moment where you felt the Holy Spirit or was it something where you're just like, it, it wasn't that like magical and you're just like, I'm just, I just know it's wrong. So I think that'll mm. be helpful for our listeners to kind of hear your process um, because you talk about that in your book as well. Yeah, I think it's important that we understand who the Holy Spirit is. Most people don't know who the Holy Spirit is. He's the comforter. You know, Jesus said that when he was ascended to heaven, I'm going to send the comforter. And that's what he does, Father, uh, the Trinity, you know, Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we have to invite him in. He's, he's, he's not going to force his way in. You know, you have to invite him in. I have such a great relationship with the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit taught me the Bible supernaturally because I depended on him. And yeah. when you depend on him and you ask him and you invite him in, he operates and he's going to speak to you in a little quiet voice when you are getting into places of temptations. Oh, you know, you're not supposed to go there. You Do you listen yeah. immediately or do you just go there? And you have mm -hmm. to learn to listen to him. And he, t and he teaches you uh, when you get into a confrontation with anybody, your loved ones, and you say something wrong, he, he speaks to you and says, well, you need to go back and apologize. And mm -hmm. You know, you're right. I need to go back and apologize and say I'm wrong. And eventually you don't do that. That's if you're listening to him. I think people yeah. don't listen. They they go on their feelings instead of operating yeah. on the spirit dwelling yeah. in them and moving them. And, and I love the Holy Spirit, man. The Holy Spirit, so he taught me the Bible supernaturally. He taught me scriptures supernaturally. People say, well, how do you know so many scriptures? I said, because I talk to the Holy Spirit when I read them. I said, teach me that, that scripture. And he says, what do you want to learn about it? I say, I want to learn everything about it, but retain it for me. And he retains it in my spirit, not in my head, you know, down in your spirit, in your belly. So he's cool if people can understand the relationship that you have. It's a personal relationship, just like it is with Jesus and like it is with the Father. It's that personal relationship that you need yeah. to have with the Holy Spirit because he's going to keep you safe and he's going to lead you the right way. Woo! Yeah. And what, yeah. I mean, gosh, with... With our climate these days, we need to recognize and respond, right, to the things yeah. the Holy Spirit's putting in our heart. And I love, you already mentioned this, but I loved, I highlighted this in your book. You wrote, too many people are looking to Google, Surrey, Alexa for answers instead of the Holy Bible. And this is what we're talking yeah. about today, you guys, listening to God and understanding when he's pulling you out of that temptation, when he's asking you to turn your season around and step into the areas mm -hmm. he has for you. And I know some of you are watching and um, you're noticing some connection issues. That's okay. Let's just lean in forward a little more and hear what Daryl has to say because there's so much wisdom here. Yeah. And well, in this next section that we have, we actually dive deeper into knowing what the Holy Spirit says. So much so that we call this section, He Said What? <laughs> Say it again. He said what? 
in this section, we do just that. We we look at what the Bible says. And I love that you're so passionate about that because when we set out to make a faith-based podcast, we were like, we could talk for 45 minutes and have some great people on here and, and shoot out a lot of opinions. But unless it is something that we already know doesn't return void to itself, it doesn't feel worth it, right? And so in this section, we talk about what the Bible has to say. And, and Daryl, you wrote something powerful. I want to quote back to you. You said, my purpose was more than hitting home runs and winning World Series championships. God made me for an eternal purpose. Baseball brought me fame and fortune, but God created me to bring him glory. Doing the holy hustle on that one. Okay, Daryl, so <laughs> if I gave, okay, you can only share two scripture passages. Um, so only two that can help somebody get started to turn their life around, what were the what would be the two passages you would talk about? I, I think one, Second um, Corinthians five seventeen. Therefore, mm -hmm. if anyone's in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Yeah. I think so many people are stuck in the old and they can never get to the new because they're still holding on to the old. If I could have, should have. You know that that is not going to get you anywhere. You got to you got to go into the new every day that God has something new for you, and you got to rise yeah. up. And and I think the other one probably uh, Ephesians three twenty. Now to mm -hmm. him was able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ask or think according to his power that works in us. It is the power of God mm -hmm. that works in us. Get out of the way and let the power works. Don't think you so smart. And you're so intelligent. You you more you're more intelligent than the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is supernatural if you listen to Him, and He will create every new thing inside of you, and He'll give you the revelation of the Bible, which is powerful. It's more powerful than that television you're watching. It's more powerful yeah. than that social media you you scrolling across and looking at, and somebody else is saying something. They do not have this great wisdom and knowledge that the Holy Spirit has. Yeah. You know, Ephesians 3.20. I'm so, you know how certain scriptures you hear them and you just get like, oh, that's that hit my gut a little bit harder because it means something special to me. Um, that has been one of my scriptures for about five years since having a viral video that blew up my life. And it's it's always come back to me because everybody wants the the first part that says, now him who is able to do abundantly more than you could ever dream, think, hope, imagine. So everybody gets excited about that because they're like, well, I can dream up a million dollars in my account right now. So won't he do more? Come on. <laughs> but we forget that second part where it says through his power. Like we forget that there's this. And I love that you pointed that out. Listen, I'm getting emotional thinking about this. I love that there's this idea that there's a letting go for us to see the greatest that, that God has for us, you know? And um, honestly, I feel like that's where real life is found. That's where all those hopes and dreams are found is when we just surrender to him and say, now you do what you got to do and let me just be a part of it. Let me, let me stand in your shadow and walk on your heels and let's go. Man, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. It's not about here. God is talking through the Bible. He's talking about, not the earthly things and what we live in here. He's talking about become all that you need to become while you're here. So when you enter in his kingdom, you can have all the things that he's talking about he has for you. See, yeah. I think everybody get consumed with the they get consumed with all the earthly things and think that's what it is. All these earthly things we've we've all had some of it in some kind of way. 
Yeah. Okay. And when you go to the book, of, when you go back to King Solomon, who was the richest, wisest man in Jerusalem, who had mm -hmm. everything. And in the book of Ecclesiastes, he talks about how it's meaningless under the sun without God. Everything. But you got to remember, he wrote the book of Proverbs of wisdom and knowledge. And then he goes and lives this crazy life that he lives. And he has this sorrow inside of him because he didn't stay the course with God. You know, yeah. because he's saying it's all meaningless under the sun without God, because he says God is going to do what he's always done. Somebody else is going to come along and yeah. somebody else is going to have what you built and had. And they're not they're not even worthy of it. They don't deserve it, but they're going to get it anyway. So he's telling us that keep your eyes on the prize of the kingdom of God and do God's work while you have a chance and win yes. as many souls as you can win for the kingdom of God. Yes. I, everybody get back into Ecclesiastes. I'm going to be reading that book this month. Come on. Yeah. Well, Daryl, you you have a testimony. You have a story that you share in your book about having to let stuff go where God, you had this thriving um, restaurant and God invited you to let that go and you had to weigh the options. Like, can you kind of share that story with our listeners? I'm not sure people are familiar with that. Yeah, that was a little bit over 12 years ago to have, have a restaurant business with my friends in New York and uh, in, one in Queens and we we're about to expand and open up in um, Manhattan, open up some more restaurants called Strawberry Grill. And my wife was just looking at me like, what are you doing? You know, and, and I said, I'm just, you know, God's blessed me. She said, no, he, he, he didn't bless you for stuff again. He blessed you for uh, ministry and you need to come mm -hmm. into ministry. And I wouldn't. And, you know, and then one day I went out and preached in Long Island and my friends all live in New York came and saw me and all my friends are Jewish. Yeah. Saw me preach for the first time and you know, like just to know and stuff. And even though I was still in business, they had never heard me preach until they heard me preach. And they were like, how do you know God like that and stuff like that? And I said, I have a relationship with him. So what happened was they stopped calling me for about two weeks and everything went cold. And God had told me close the restaurant before that about six months and I wouldn't. And then I was sitting in an apartment in New York and looking out the window and there was, God was speaking to me and I was crying and he was saying, are you ready now? And I said, yes. And Cause God stopped everything. He stopped the friends from calling and everything that was around me. And then I eventually closed the restaurant and I, I left New York and I went on from there. And I, I remember looking out that window and I said, spoke to me, he says, uh, you're going to be preaching in arenas and this and that. And you and Tracy have no idea what I'm about to do, do with you. And he said, the Holy spirit is going to ascend up on you and supernaturally you saturate yourself with him. And he's going to start teaching you the Bible supernaturally to preach the gospel. And I was like, I don't want to preach. And he says, <laughs> you're going to preach. And I said, I'm not qualified. He, I said, I'm not qualified to preach. He says, no one is qualified. I qualify call. Mm. I just want to close with one question. What is your greatest hope or encouragement you see possible for 2021? Can you just kind of speak in it out or even the greatest thing you're praying for? If you could just leave us with that encouragement and then we'll just wrap it up. I, I think the greatest thing that I'm praying for is people will focus on the symbol of the cross of Calvary where Jesus hung and where he shed his mm -hmm. blood. Focus on the cross, focus on the cross of Jesus hanging and shedding his blood. Because the blood is clean. And when the blood reaches you, it purifies you, it liberates you, and redeems you, and brings you to wholeness and righteousness with God when you understand the blood of Jesus. Wow.
Yeah. So and listen, if you think for one second that we don't have multiple stories like this to uncover and talk about today, I wish we had another, you know, uh, 40 minutes with you, but we don't. We 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 want to value your time, but I want to tell everybody where they can find your book. It is Turn Your Season Around How God Transforms Your Life. And um, you can find it right now. You are a, a New York Times bestselling author. And I love this new book. And everybody, I just want to encourage y'all to go get it. And if you want to connect with Daryl himself and find him on that senseless social media that he talked about. <laughs> I mean, you can you can find him at this website, findingyourway.com. His Instagram is at Daryl Strawberry18, which by the way, he he private messaged me to tell me thank you um, for this show and getting ready for it. And I I didn't know what to do. I freaked out. So I just gave it a quick heart and said, I'm not going to put my foot in my mouth. Uh, and you can find him on facebook.com at the real Daryl strawberry. Listen, it has been an utter joy to have you on today's show, even with some little hiccups with some uh, tech stuff. We know that when there's hiccups like this, it's because God's got a direct sharp arrow kind of word that he's trying to say. So if you don't mind, we're going to finish the show today by praying. That's the best thing that we know how to do. So let's pray together real quick. Let's pray. Would you mind praying for us? And then Jenny, would you mind closing the show after that today? I just want to say thank you, ladies. And I really appreciate you and really appreciate your heart and your spirit and everything. And of course, mm -hmm. to all your listeners out there, I just want to pray for all of us that we will continue to seek after yeah. God's kingdom. Father, we just yeah. take this time to say thank you. Thank you for these ladies. Thank you for raising them up to do what you've called them to do father may they continue to be a blessing to others may they continue to go forward no weapon formed against them shall prosper they're more than conquerors through christ jesus lord we thank you for the listeners we thank you that someone heart has made been touched someone heart has been challenged uh may yeah. challenge in the touch of them move them into their destiny uh the purpose of life or what you call them for you have called us all for great things father and Father, we just give you glory in the midst of who you are. And we just love you. And we thank you, Jesus. We thank you for being a blessing mm -hmm. to all of us. We thank you for going to the cross and shedding your blood and going to the tomb and getting up early Sunday morning and getting up with all power in your hand, being resurrected. Father, we thank you for Galatians 2.20. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live. It is Christ who lives in me. Father, we send this petition up to you, and we ask that you just seal it over the people's name. We give you glory. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Amen. Thank you. Man, what a powerful time amen. with you, girl. Thank you for your time. We <laughs> love following your baseball career for, to right now where you're leading the world to get to know Jesus better, and what a privilege and honor. So thank you for your time today. Yeah. And everybody listening, shut the shit up. We'll see you next week. If you've been inspired to stop shitting yourself, head over to iTunes and write a review and just give us all the stars. If there's one thing you're going to should yourself with, you should subscribe to our show so you don't miss an episode. See you next time.